When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to another Thursday episode from your boys at the Buffalo Happy Hour. Today we have another educational episode for you. Uh, with these Thursday episodes, sometimes we do top five reviews, sometimes we give you recommendations, but we also try to expand your whiskey knowledge by providing you an insight onto our expertise. And today is sponsored by Addie's Fine Wine and Spirits, which is located in good old Billsville. Williamsville, New York, for those that are out of state, town, and or area and don't understand the reference. However, we thank you for your continued partnership. And if you have not downloaded their app, please do. You can find all of their inventory as well as getting things that are in their store shipped to you if you are within the U.S., uh, specifically for wine. And then if it's a spirit, then as long as you're within New York, they can ship it to you. Outside of that, we appreciate the continued work that we're doing with them specifically using their tasting room for special interviews, which you can see on our Friday releases, which go live on all major podcast platforms as well as YouTube. Mm -hmm. And you can download their app at Addie's Wine and Spirits on your Google Play Store or Apple App Store. There it is. So, Derek, why don't we dive into the ones that lost the war, (laughs) their products, and uh, we'll just dive right into it. So... When you talk about whiskey, we did a whole video on Whiskey Explained that went through the different types of whiskey and what makes them different. But one of the kind of anomalies with that video specifically is Japanese whiskey. Japanese whiskey, before April 1st, 2021, could basically do whatever they want, which is weird. They could put coloring in it. They could put flavoring in it. They can blend from Scotland, America, um, Africa. They basically blended a ton of their whiskey together and put it out as Japanese whiskey because that was the hype earlier this year, late last year, and basically within the last five years. Everybody wanted their hands on a Japanese whiskey because it was the new thing. And then the government stepped in and said, hey, all the things except for like one thing that you guys have been doing is now illegal, which means everything in front of us is fake news. So, let's get into it. Our heater's full, Derek. Oh, nailed it. I was going to say, what the hell's going on? Is our camera stop? No. Hello? Our, our heater's full, and it can't drain itself of the water that it pulled out of the air 
heat in the joint, but that's fine. It's fine. Just stop beeping at us. All good. Don't they know we do a podcast here? Jesus, have some class here. I know, seriously. So, yeah, like Mike was saying, everything in front of us is fake news. Um, Yeah, so back in April 1st of 2021, the Japan Spirits and Liquor Markets or Makers Association, which is abbreviated to the JSLMA, standards for Japanese whiskey went into effect. So, So April? April 1st, 2021. 2021. Which was like... A year into the pandemic. Yeah. They must have gotten bored. Basically. They're like, what can we mess up now? <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, members of the association, nailed it, um, members of the association are beginning to be more transparent about which of their brands which of their brands do or do not qualify as Japanese whiskey. So when you look at Japanese whiskey specifically, it has to meet certain requirements that previously it did not have to do. Mm-hmm. So in order to be considered Japanese whiskey, the whiskey ingredients must be raw uh, must be limited to malt, malted grains, other cereal grains, and water extracted from Japan. So everything that they blended before, including Atazaki, which is a scotch blend, Kikori, which is not even relevant. Uh, Centauri actually <laughs> might be, um, it actually might be legitimate. I'm. It didn't specifically say Centauri Toki. It said Centauri uh, Hibiki Harmony was legitimate i just don't know if this one specifically was and kamiki is not legitimate because they blended stuff so you cannot blend from other countries anymore it has to be made from water from japan which is extremely limiting in what was out in the market and i'll tell you exactly how many were disqualified basically uh production the hold on hold on over under what over under how many were disqualified over under you're gonna guess yeah go for it so total no so total, Wait, what? I'll give you the numbers. So there was 126 Japanese whiskeys that were in the market. So how many do you think were actually real and how many do you think that were fake? Oh, yeah, that changes things. I would say... It's not like super crazy, just so you know. 20 are real, the rest are fake. Okay, we'll get to it. Noise. Um, so production, saturification, fermentation, and distillation must be carried out in a, at a distillery in Japan... Alcohol content at the time of distillation must be less than 95% alcohol, which is similar to – you're going to notice these requirements mimic Scotland because Scotland has the same requirements for scotch. You can't blend American whiskey to make scotch. It has to be made in Scotland. So these are very similar to the requirements coming out of Scotland, just obviously specific for Japan. Aging, the distilled product must be poured into wooden casks. Note that because that is very interesting, specifically in the whiskey world. Poured in wooden casks, not exceeding a capacity of 700 liters, and matured in Japan for a period of at least three years thereafter, which again is very similar. You look at scotch, you look at Irish whiskey, it has to be aged a minimum of three years. Now, why I wanted to point out the wooden casks is because in every other legal formation of whiskey, regardless of where it is, they specifically mention oak casks. That is very interesting when it comes to Kamiki over here, even though it's not legally considered Japanese whiskey anymore because they blended, they can still use this process, which is they're aging their whiskey in cedar casks, which is a completely different flavor profile than any of us are used to because you're using cedar as opposed to oak. So that's very fascinating that they didn't change that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's probably because they wanted to differentiate themselves from the rest of the world. Right. 
the bottling, bottling must take place only in Japan, obviously, with alcoholic strength of at least 40% at such time, which, again, is very similar to everything else, including bourbon and American whiskey. And plain caramel coloring can be used, but no flavors can be added. So, again, similar to scotch and Irish whiskey, Canada can add flavors for some godforsaken reason, but you shouldn't be drinking Canadian whiskey anyway. Uh, but you cannot add any flavors to this. So that's it from the legalization standpoint. Um, what are your thoughts? Do you remember these at all? You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Yeah, I remember them. Do you like them? I remember they lost, too. Um, I don't... I'm not a massive fan of a majority of them. Yeah. So... Mainly because it was rice-heavy. <clears throat> true. This one specifically was very rice heavy. Yeah. So out of the 126 Japanese whiskey products out in the market at the time of this analysis, which was conducted by a Japanese company, a uh, dude that was like certified in sh uh, sh shucho, shochu, and like other Japanese whiskey certifications. Weird. Uh, out of 126 Japanese whiskeys in the market, 55 were considered real Japanese whiskey. So 43.7% were considered real. Was I close? No, you said. Nailed it. What'd you say? 20? Yeah. Yeah. I think you said 20%. Or you said 20 total. Yeah. Yeah. Which was no. like, yeah, 5%. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so 55 were considered real Japanese whiskey and 76 were fake Japanese whiskey, which was 56.3%. Some to note that are fake. Hatazaki, fake news. Kikori, fake. Suntory Toki, I'm not 100% sure. Kamiki, fake. Yamato single malt is fake. It's shochu. It's not actually whiskey. It's considered shochu, which is a different alcohol distillate coming out of Japan. With that, you also have regular Yamato is fake. Um, Sapporo whiskey is also fake. And Mayo 
M-E-I-Y-O, is also considered shochu and not legally considered whiskey. So what about sake when I go to Fuji Grill? Sake's not whiskey. And the reason that they differentiate those two is because of the liquor tax law or whatever um, coming out of Japan. There's a different way to tax whiskey than there is to tax shochu, sake, and other like distillate products coming out of Japan. The more you know. Correct. So all of the whiskey that does not meet the new JSLMA category can still be called whiskey, but needs to exclude any factors that relate to Japan, Japanese regions, rivers, city, or include the flag at all. So they can't call themselves Suntory Whiskey. Maybe that's not the best example because I'm not 100% sure, but they can't call this Kikori Japanese Whiskey because those two phrases next to each other would make reasonable consumers like us say this is a legal Japanese whiskey because it said it Kikori Japanese whiskey. So you can't do that anymore. So what they would have to be doing is they would have to say Kikori Japanese rice whiskey. Put that differentiator in Mm. the middle of it so they can break it up to say, well, you might assume so, but we called it rice whiskey because it's not legally Japanese whiskey. So that's another way that they could do it. Uh, Japanese whiskey, top five Japanese whiskeys to try that are true Japanese whiskeys. Uh, Yamazaki 12. That's a good one. Yamazaki 12 is very expensive, though. It comes in at a whopping $144.99. Goodness gracious. Yeah. It's one of the probably most popular Japanese whiskeys out there. Okay. From what I've heard, it's very good. It's very tasty from what I've heard. Another one is Centauri Hibiki Harmony. That's $99. Um, Mars EY, I'm not 100% sure how to say that. Probably offended everybody over there. But uh, 45 <laughs> that comes in at $36.99, so a little bit cheaper of an option. And then also Nika Coffee Grain. That is also $67.99. I've had that one before, and that one is very good as well. So some options for you if you do want to go try a real Japanese whiskey. But in short, that's really the episode today. Um, well, yep, see you later. See you later. Responsibly. Um, it's, it's interesting because of the fact that it's very new. Obviously, it's only eight months old at this point. And it's fascinating to see if other – regions and countries what do you think do you oh, think yeah that, of course they will of course they will like france it's, will they come out and say i hope so yeah, because what they're doing now terrible. is just ridiculous i got into a fight with someone the other day they said it was good i'm like i hate you so much yeah i don't even know who you think you are yeah wait wait seven years for your taste buds to change again <laughs> yeah. and then you realize you know we'll talk about when you're older so, so do you you think that yeah. eventually other countries are going to be adopting their own where it has to be distilled in france and all that stuff a lot of it is because too they're it pays more homage to their own nation. Yeah. So having that um, exclusivity, yep. nailed I like it. That. Yeah. Uh, and then also, it's just kind of like an industry standard across the board for everybody to follow. I think it just makes sense, you know, like EU things and NATO and you know, I don't know. Just throwing out terms. Now. Article five, <laughs> crushing it. But yeah, I think Bill of Rights, <laughs> <laughs> the deck of end. <laughs> You know, the good old deck of end. I think that's what's going to happen is just countries are going to kind of follow the same suit. And then it'll all be understood that this is kind of what you have to do to make your own country's whiskey. Plus, I think that makes sense anyways. So instead of just going totally off the rails like what we do every week anyways. But, yeah, it's fake news. Do you think that that will come first? So two situations here. Do you think that India will create their own laws for it? Or do you think that Japan will go even more in-depth and say this is a Tokyo whiskey? This is a 
other city in Japan. The, the latter first. Yeah, you think that that's oh, yeah. going to happen first? Yeah, yeah. I mean, plus Japanese as a culture, they like structure and yeah. things all ducks in a row. I think that'll come first before India steps up and makes a law. Yeah. It's interesting because there's a lot of whiskey coming out of India. Mm. A lot of whiskey, and it's very good too. But they source it a lot, so it'll it'll be interesting to see. Where do you guys think the whiskey industry is going to go next from a different country standpoint? Do you think that India is going to come up with laws next? Do you think another country is going to come up with laws next, or do you think Japan is going to expand? Let us know in the comments below. Uh, we really appreciate your time. It was a good episode. Yeah. Let us know if there's another whiskey that you would like us to talk about. Um, all the information that we did present to you was found, obviously, online, but a lot of the requirements were from Save and Thieve Society. So, Save and Thieve, thank you very much for providing us with those guidances. We are bourbon stewards, so uh, we did want to utilize some of that information when possible. Unbelievable. So, thank you, everybody. Plug. Hell yeah. Thank you, everybody, for joining. If you are going to drink any Japanese whiskey, we highly recommend you putting it down and grabbing American. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we do recommend always drink responsibly. Be a good person and michael win the war don't let her project now at menards we have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat right now all fvp lawn and garden and marine batteries are on sale through may 5th check out our entire selection of fvp batteries today and view our weekly flyer on menards.com for more great deals Save